Hello everyone and welcome back to the Impact Play Impacting More Than Just Gaming. We are your weekly source for the latest news, updates, discussions, and debates that branches out to beyond than just gaming. We are not only blurring the lines between gaming, tech, entertainment, news, and music. We're even amplifying voices from those respective fields and having their stories told here on the Impact Play. Join us as we record the show live over at twitch.tv backslash the impact play and by clicking on that notification bell so you will be notified when we do go live or later on YouTube or even on your favorite podcast platform. You simply search for the impact play. However, you consume your content, wherever you consume it, we are there. Join us on Patreon, server quotes and above, get the show ad free. Go to quotes and above, have exclusive access not only to post show, but they can even call in. To be a part of the live show experience, plus early access to our VODs, plus so much more. Learn more and become a Patreon supporter today at patreon.com backslash the impact play. I'm Michelle Mohammed, otherwise known as It's Yagu. This is episode 127. On the agenda, we, we are co-streaming the 2021 Gaming Awards. Fortnite Chapter 3 has concluded. Rocket League is now on mobile devices. Sony may have an answer to Game Pass. This may be the end of bots as we know it. We have our first glimpse at Spider-Man across the Spider-Verse. At least three more Marvel-produced Spider-Man films are on the way. Atlanta United's home opener is set. Spotify wrapped 2021. Billboard next and iHeartRadio iHeartRadio's Jingle Ball Wrap-Up, plus the top stories of the week. We are now an Epic partner, so for every purchase you make within the Epic ecosystem, when you use our creator code, the Impact Play, we get a commission that will help us support and further elevate the show and take us to new heights at no extra cost to you. So be sure to use the, our creator code, the Impact Play, all one word. It is not case sensitive whenever you buy any V-Bucks, any game on Epic Store, any uh, cosmetics in Rocket League, and what have you. This will take us to new heights and will help further elevate the show. So, welcome to our very first segment of the show, where we're going to discuss what we have been playing, what we have been up to, and essentially what we have been enjoying. So, uh, if you guys have been aware, I do live playthroughs every now and then, whenever I, whenever I have time. Over at the uh, Impact Play's Twitch channel. So be sure to check us out there. But I've been playing a whole lot of Rocket League. Including the Rocket League made to mobile game. Which I'm going to discuss later on. And in, in the new segment. But <laughs> yeah I'll definitely talk about that. But I've been having a blast with it nonetheless. I've been having matches every now and then. And, and it's... A little difficult, it's a little tricky, but once you get the game mechanics, once you get a good handle on the game mechanics, you'll have a blast in it. Which I definitely had a blast. I played maybe five or six matches last night, but the la- I like I thought I was doing good. But the last match, I was dumbfounded. Literally, literally we were being creamed since the beginning of the match, like the, the opposite team. They were phenomenal. It's like they were experts, experts already, and I thought I was doing good. So we we I think they scored at least 20, goal, 20 goals on us, but we didn't score not one, not one. We had a couple opportunities throughout the match. I wish I recorded it, but yeah, it was. I'm like I was like I, I was stand. I'm like what? Where did this come from? I thought I was doing good. I was complaining that it was, it was getting easy. Next thing you know, we got creamed, <laughs> which is great. That's the whole point. But yeah, uh, Forza Horizon 5, we haven't played that much of it. But we've just definitely been focusing on Rocket League. I do want to hop into Far Cry 6. I have, a, have that already downloaded on my uh, Xbox. And hopefully I'll stream that sometime this week. I'll get into that, finally. Uh, that's about it that I know of. I'll probably d- dabble into Destiny 2. It's been a while. I want to see what, what new stuff they have. Uh, Division 2 will probably happen to that as well. And yeah, I have a mixture of games I'm planning to hop into. But nonetheless, it is the holiday season. Hope you guys have been doing a lot of holiday shopping. Uh, 
spending time with family and what have you. Even if you don't, even if you don't even celebrate the holiday, take this time to rekindle your relationship, rekindle your or with your with your family and loved ones as well. But nonetheless, we will be updating. Hopefully, streaming the studio as well. We will be um, incorporating some holiday decorations uh, sometime later today. Yeah, that's the plan. But yeah, nonetheless, we're going to hop into the news, folks. And we're going to start with your gaming play. We have a couple Halo Infinite news stories for you to start off with. Actually, we're going to start with this first one, the most recent one. Unfortunately, Activision's Raven Software, which runs Call of Duty Warzone, abruptly laid off a number of Q&A testers. Others don't know if they're keeping their jobs. And this is coming over from a tweet from Jason Schreier, actually. I wanted to, I wanted to talk about this first, which is which is definitely like wow. First they prom- they promised them all oh, you're going or, or the, you're going to have contracts, you're going to have actual uh your pay rate is going to increase and you know all those empty promises. And next thing you know, I'll Good amount of them just got laid off. I believe it was when was this tweet the third? So two days ago is when I heard when I heard about it. Like it's really something. Like companies should be held accountable at the same time. So they. So uh, this is a following tweet coming from, Ask Jen O'Brien. These people were asked to relocate to Madison, Wyoming. To, I believe it's Wyoming. Yeah, to work there. Now they're out of a job on January 28th. Our Q&A team does incredible work, but this will not only increase their workload, but crush morale? Morale. Okay. Uh, and a lot of people have been replying to it. But yeah, it's definitely phenomenal. It's been all over the place ever since I heard about it. Like, literally, and they've been doing phenomenal. All of a sudden, they fire their Q&A team. Like, this literally one of the main things within a game dev- developer. You have to Q&A test, make sure your game is running smoothly before you ship it out. Otherwise, you have the Cyberpunk situation, you have the Battlefield situation, even though those shouldn't have shipped out the way they should have. But that's what Q&A is for. To make sure your game is running correctly with as little as bugs as possible. Yeah, literally. That sucks. That's horrible. But we're going to keep moving on. This has a lot to do with Halo Infinite as well. We have a couple of new stories. Okay, this was coming over from Games Radar via Hiring Cryer. Uh, 343's head of... Design Jerry Hook posted two tweets. Uh, he acknowledges that the complaints currently leveled against Halo Infinite multiplayer progression system, which I believe they have uh, adjusted until now. So there is an issue going on where uh, there wasn't enough, I guess, rewards as you play. So it was hard to level up and what have you. So I believe they have adjusted that accordingly already. These are just like follow-ups, essentially, to give you guys uh, give you guys a glimpse. And they've also made some changes to the battle pass as well. And let's see what we got changes. So. The first game you get 300 XP, second game you get 200, third 200, fourth you get 100, fifth 
6th you get 100 each, and the 7th up you get 50 XP. I believe those are the latest changes. And also, um, there's uh, for those of you, you Xbox Game Pass Ultimate subscribers, you will also be getting monthly bonuses. This coming over from Gerard, uh, Jared Moore via IGN. Microsoft has announced that Microsoft that subscribers to Xbox Game Pass Ultimate will gain, will gain access to monthly bonuses and Halo Infinite. In the new blog post shared on the Xbox website, the company announced the news that those signed up for the subscription server service will be able to gain access to additional content bundles that include a variety of useful in-game items. So apparently for now, the current rewards at the moment is... Let me show you guys what I'm looking at. For those of you audio listeners, be sure you're checking out the VOD if you're not able, um, able to join us live. Okay, there you go. You get this exclusive skin, well, I should say coating, <laughs> for the MA40, as well as challenge swap and double XP. But yeah, to highlight the Xbox scheme. Alright, moving on. Steam has reached a new high with its current user user base, with 27 million people on the platform. This was coming uh, coming from GameIndustry.biz via Mary Delessandri. As reported by PC Gamer, originally reported by PC Gamer, the record was registered by data platform SteamDB, with 27,384,959 players connected at the same time on November 28th. Out of these 27 million people, 7.8 million were in were in game. So the most played game is still Counter uh, Strike Global Offensive or CS:GO, followed by Dota 2 and PUBG Battlegrounds as number three. So that's phenomenal numbers. But I haven't played a PC game in a while. I've been focusing on mainly Xbox as of late. But I've been having a blast nonetheless. Hmm, okay. Uh, this the next one's coming over from the same person from uh, Mary via GameTheTree.biz. UK Games stra- uh, trade body TIGA has announced the winner of its annual award ceremony with Supermassive Games winning the Game of the Year prize for the Dark Pictures anthology Little Hope. Oh, my bad, sorry. <laughs> Jack Habgood, the Director of Education Partnership at Sumo Group, won the Outstanding Individual Award. Cowley was named Best Large Studio, while XR Games received the award of the Best Small Studio. The TIGA Awards 2021 took place in the form of a virtual ceremony. Here's the breakdown. Best Arcade Game, Team 17, uh, Publisher and Studio Kaba, one developer for Narita Boy. Best Best Recruitment Agency, Iraq Swift, Best Q&A, Localization Provider. That's weird have I read that. <laughs> PTW, Best Casual Game. You have Trail Mix, Love and Pies, Heritage and Games Award. We have Dovetail Games, Trains Sim World 2, Best Educational Serial, I'm sorry, Serious or Simulation Game. BBC, Bite Size, Mobile Pie, BBC, Bite Size History Detectives. Best Technical Innovation, Panavox. Best Audio Design, Square Enix, Neon Replicant Version 1.22. I'm going to read the whole, all, all, that, all those numbers, but you guys guys know which game I'm referring to. Best Role Playing Game. We have Variable State Last Stop. Best Action and Adventure Game, Sony Interactive and, uh, for oh, Marvel's Spider Man, Miles Morales. Best, I'm sorry, What? Diversity Award? I don't know how I, did, I didn't see that. Uh, yeah, we have Tentacle Zone Incubator. Creativity Award. You have State of the Circle. Best Educational Institution. The University of Perth Mouth. Best Social Game. The Dark Pictures Anthology. Little Hope. Best Audio Services Supplier. Side. Best Strategy Game. Total War. 
War Warhammer 2. Best Publisher, SIE or Sony Interactive Entertainment. Best Tax and Accounting Firm. Really? Hmm. MMP Tax. Outstanding Leadership. Jason Falkes, uh, uh, COO of Quali. Best VR and AR. Game. Rebellion Sniper Elite VR. Best Art Animation Trailer Supplier. Adam Hawk, Best Puzzle Game, Out of the Blue Games, Call of the Sea. Best Educational Initiative and Talent Development, Ubisoft. Best Legal Services Provider, Stevens and Bullet LLP. Best Visual Design, Sony Interactive Entertainment for Returnal. Best Services Provider, Liquid Crimson. Best Small Studio, XR Games. Best Large Studio, Quali Games. We have Outstanding Employer Award 2021, Dovetail Games. The winner of the Outstanding Individual Award, we have Jack Habgur, the Director of Educational Partnership at Sumo Group. And Game of the Year went to Dark Pictures Anthology, Little Hope. Wow, that was a mouthful. But moving on. Ubisoft has hired Battlefield developer DICE's former head of design, Fawzi Mesmar, to become the Assassin's Creed publisher's new vice president of editorial. This was written by Eddie McCooch at GameSpot. In that role, Mesmar will work with Ubisoft's development teams around the world to shape the creative direction of the company's franchises. He will also work with Ubisoft's team to ensure they are including diverse Perspectives throughout the production process and creative enriching entertainment experiences for all players. Wow. <laughs> Mesmer will report to Ubisoft Chief Creative Officer Igar Mancio. Wow. <laughs> now I need water. Actually, I got life water here, so. And now we have the, your PlayStation Plus games for December. It's coming from straight from the PlayStation blog. We have Godfall Challenger Edition for the PS4 and PS5. We have Lego DC Super Villains for the PS4. And we have Mortal Shell for the PS4 as well. And, we, and for VR games, we have The Persistence, The Walking Dead, Saints and Sinners, Sander Edition, Until You Fall. And if you haven't downloaded the November PlayStation Plus games, you have to do you have until December 6th to download them now. And speaking of Sony and PlayStation, Sony might be overhauling the PlayStation Plus with new tiers and even and even streaming. But let's come over GameIndustry.biz via Brandon Sinclair. Sony's planning to switch up its PlayStation Plus offering next spring, according to a new report from Bloomberg. Citing people people familiar with the plans, the outlet says Sony will keep will likely keep the PlayStation Plus branding, but will merge the service with the streaming offering PlayStation Now and offer a catalog of titles from every Sony platform except the Vita. The new Plus will reportedly be a three-tier service, with the lowest tier, essentially, which essentially has the same offering as it's currently that currently exist, enabling users to play games online and giving access to a handful of free monthly titles. The middle tier would include access to a catalog of downloadable PS4 and eventually PS5 games, while the top tier would add on demand streaming and games from the first three PlayStation consoles and the PSP. While PlayStation now is expected to be phased out as a standalone option, Bloomberg reported that Sony is increasing its investment in cloud gaming generally. The new service is intended to make PlayStation Plus more competitive with Microsoft Xbox Game Pass. But yeah, it's about time. They were, I, I'm pretty sure they were keeping their eye out, but they didn't announce anything because nothing was ready. And this is, don't even take this as an official announcement. It's just pe- this is just, I guess, people discussing it with people familiar with the project. That's all it is. But yeah, it's more something more official, I guess you could say. Excuse me. 
Alright. Uh, so next one's going to be going over from Game Street. That biz via Jeffrey Rossell. Rossell? I think so. Hopefully I didn't botch that. This week, Valve has said it doesn't intend to allow Steam Deck exclusive games on Steam. The platform holder provided this updated within a newly released FAQ based on developer questions regarding the handheld. In response to a question uh, that Valve would want Steam Deck exclusives, the company said no. That doesn't make much sense to us. It's a PC and it should just play games like a PC. Uh, that's about it. Literally. Thank you for that update. Speaking of update, Pokemon Go, we have an update for December events via Alessandro Barbosa via GameSpot. Pokemon Go is gearing up for the festive season with developer Niantic releasing a new trailer to set the mood and tease new legendaries over the next couple of weeks. The trailer shows multiple Pokemon game buses making their way through some of the most Recognizable cities in the world, hitting at increased rewards for players at all Pokestops within the game. Niantic hits at increased number of Pokeball rewards from each Pokestop spin, which says will come in handy to catch your Pokemon during the Hollywood the <laughs> holiday time. But uh, are I guess not rumors, but this is it's suggesting that the next legendaries are from the sixth. Generation, Zarnius, Val, Zaltel, and Zagre, Zagarda, <laughs> Zagard. I think that's how you say it. But yeah. All right. Fortnite. 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 Two things. So the Fortnite Chapter Live event has concluded and downtime has begun. As leaks suggest it would, the game's map has been flipped upside down. Meanwhile, the rock has finally been revealed, blowing the minds of many players of the, of the game. Which, if you use our credit code, the Impact Play, it'll go to supporting the show. If you do play Fortnite or Rocket League, which we're going to discuss later on. And this next update is coming from IGN via Kenneth Sauer Jr. So Savard Jr. For the second time, the inhabitants uh, <laughs> for the second time, the inhabitants of Fortnite have met their collective end with the close of Chapter Two, Season Eight. In its wake comes Chapter Fortnite Chapter Three, Season One, an updated battle pass experience with new gameplay mechanics, an altered island map, and a battle pass featuring Spider-Man. Alright, now we're going to move on to the Game Awards. And speaking of Game Awards, Spotify has been named the official audio streaming partner of the Game Awards. I'm interested in checking it. So it's like a podcast. I'm going to start listening to this. I'm going to follow it. And I'm going to show you guys the link as well. Copy show link. If you guys are interested in checking it out, try to do, do so now. It's available on Spotify now. In the form of a podcast. All right. So now I'm going to move on to our prediction, I guess you could say. Give me a second. I gotta sign into this. Continue. So, game of the year. We uh, there's we have there's Death Loop, It Takes Two, Majority Dread, Second House Two, Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart, and Resident Evil Village. So, the Death Loop I haven't played. It takes two. I haven't played that either. Majority I played it. I did not like the mechanics. Second House Two. Haven't played that that yet. Arch and Clank Rift Apart, I haven't played that, it's on PS5. But I did play Resident Evil Village, so I definitely chose that. Next, we have Best Game Direction. I went with... What did I go with? 
Returnal. Next, we have Best Narrative. Life is Strange True Colors. We have Best Art Direction. Kiana, Bridge of Spirits. Next, we have Best Score, <laughs> Best Score and Music. I went with this loop. Best audio design for the Horizon 5. For sure. Best performance. We went with Giancarlo de Espacito as Anton Castillo and Far Cry 6. Next games for impact. Life is Strange True Colors. Best ongoing game. Fortnite, of course. Literally. I didn't go with Call of Duty Warzone just because of all the hacks and everything going on with the game, which doesn't make it... <laughs> doesn't make it enjoyable at, none, at the least. Best indie title. Cannon Bridge of Spirits. Best mobile game. Genshin Impact. I wish uh, Rocket League came up before this, but no. <laughs> but we're going to talk about that later. Best community support, Destiny 2, of course, literally. Innovation and accessibility, Far Cry 6, once again. Best VR and AR, Hitman 3. Best action game, Back 4 Blood. Best action and adventure, Ratchet and Clank are Rift Apart. Mm. Best role-playing game, Scarlet Nexus. Best fighting game, Demon Slayer. Uh, I don't want to botch this, but Kemetsu no, Yab, no Yaba, the Hano, the Hinokami Chronicles. Best family game, It Takes Two. Best sim and strategy game, Microsoft Flight Simulator. Best sports and racing game, Forza Horizon 5. Best multiplayer game, Monster Hunter Rise. Uh, content creator of the of the year. We have Dream, F uh, Fusli, Girls, Abel, and Graphic. That's weird how I read that, but we went with Fusli. Best debut indie. We went with Valheim. Best most anticipated game, Elden Ring. Best esports game, League of Legends, of course. Best esports athlete. It doesn't apply. Best esports team. Doesn't really apply. Esports coach. Doesn't apply. Event. League of Legends World Championship, of course. And I believe that's it, if I'm not mistaken. I think that's it. Yeah, that's it. That's all we have. So we haven't uh, gone ahead and voted in the, in the Game Awards. Be sure to do so now on thegameawards.com. But keep in mind that we will be we will be co-streaming the event December this Thursday, December 9th at seven thirty p.m. Eastern. Speaking of the Gaming Awards, Keanu Reeves uh, returns this year to host alongside Carrie Animos, uh, Reggie Film, uh, Reggie Phil's Emmy. Alongside Shang-Chi, Shang-Chi star Simu Lu. Musical guests include Stink and Imagine Dragons. And also, this will be an in-person event, finally. I wish I was there. But hopefully, I'll be there at, uh, at the next event, next year's event. 
And uh, oh yeah, that's what I wanted to sh show with you guys. That the player player's choice voting is open is actually open now. And let me see if I can find that link. Um, and I'll share with you guys the link if you guys are interested as well. Okay, what else we got? Oh, Activision Blizzard won't be taking part in this year's Game Awards. This is coming over from Emma Roth via The Verge. Well, it's coming from a tweet originally, but Jeff Kelly tweeted, Beyond its nominations, I can confirm that Activision Blizzard will not be part of this year's Game Awards. Um, that's about it. We got the game of the Game Awards, folks. And now we're going to go on to this new Rocket League mobile game that I was teasing you guys since the beginning. So Rocket League has officially unveiled its mobile title, well, spinoff, I should say, Rocket League Sideswipe, a spinoff for developer Psychonax popular car soccer game on PC and console. And it began its first season as well as its uh, Rocket Pass. And there's also a, what's the word I'm looking for? A co-integrated um, event, I guess you could say. If um, if you play the mobile title, you unlock some stuff in Rocket League. If you play Rocket League, you unlock some stuff in the, mob in, in the mob mobile game as well. I forgot the word I'm looking for, but yeah. I'm definitely, I'm definitely having a blast with that. Ah, uh, that card is great. All right, let's go. Full of energy. And game changes are being tested on New World's public test realm as developer Amazon Game Studios looks to build a compelling and diverse endgame that largely has been missing since the game's launch. This is written over by Cameron Cooch via GameSpot. As it currently stands, New World's Endgame isn't terribly exciting. Upon, upon hitting max level, players mostly just run around in large groups and clear out the Endgame Elite Zones for a chance of obtaining a better piece of gear that will raise what Amazon calls a high watermark for the part for that particular item slot, thus increasing the chances of getting even better gear to drop in the future. Amazon is looking to change that, first by changing the name of the high watermark system altogether as detailed in a new black post the system will allow will now be referred to as expertise and wh whereas the actual numbers associated with the high watermark system were invisible to players expertise will actually display on each item slot and a player's inventory so players can more easily track the progress next new dying light we have some new gameplay this is coming over from Darren Monthus via GameSpot. With only a few months left to go before it launches in February. Dying Light 2 developer Techland has been has been ramping up the gameplay reveals for the upcoming post-apocalyptic sandbox. The latest deep dive into the gameplay was hosted by streamer Lee and Jonah Scott. The voice behind Dying Light 2's protagonist, Aiden Calgo, and focused on new obstacles that players will have to overcome. Those challenges naturally include delipidated buildings and hordes of flesh-craving zombies, but there are nothing that brutal in-game combat and traversal mechanics can't overcome. And this new Dark Age, the new episode had some handy gear and abilities to show off, such as a paraglider that can be used to get to buildings, skills that allow you to draw people to their doom, the handy running dropkick to send enemies flying. Alright, and lastly, GTA Trilogy patch fixes more than 100 bugs via 
written by Maddie, I'm sorry, Eddie Makuch via GameSpot. A new update for the GTA trilogy, the definitive edition, is out now and includes fixes for a, vari- a variety of fixes. So it includes some general stability improvements across all three games and fixes a long list of bugs. Hopefully this fixed the majority of the issues going on with it, which could have been avoided if they would be patient. But companies are impatient nowadays. They want to collect as much money as possible, unfortunately. So now we're moving on to tech. And this first news story is coming over from HouseOfHeat.co, which is my one of my many sources for sneakers. But this could mean this article is this article could bend the use of sneaker busts, but this applies to butts in general. This is written over by P.D. McCall Michelle. It's no secret that bots have become a big deal, a big problem in sneakers alone, and in fact, the wider online retail world. Since their introduction of e-commerce, people have found ways to quote-unquote cheat the system. In recent years, the growth of cook groups and bots has has exploded, in itself creating a huge market cap on AI-specific programming. It's it's uh, rife through the sneaker community, but also through other hard-to-get industry. <clears throat> industries too, like gaming consoles and collectibles. The nature of limited edition drops means that the desire to obtain to obtaining these is heightened. People will almost do anything to secure a pair come release day. Uh, so US representative Paul Tonko, Democrat for New York and Senators Richard Blue Menthol, the Democrat for Connecticut, and Chuck no, I'm sorry, Chuck Schumer, Schumer, another Democrat for New York, as well as Ben Ray Logan, Democrat for New Mexico, announced the push for the Stopping Grinch Bots Act on Monday. At a time when families should be able to spend time with their loved ones, digital green bots are forcing Americans to scour online sites in the hopes of finding an affordable gift or paying exorbitant Potent prices for a single toy, said Tangle in a press release. These bots don't just squeeze consumers. They pose a problem for small businesses, local retailers, and other entrepreneurs trying to ensure they have the best items in stock for their customers. Our Grinch Act also, our Grinch Bots Act, works to level the playing field and prevent scalpers from Sucking hardworking parents dry this holiday season. I urge my colleagues to join me in passing this legislation immediately to stop these Grinch bots from stealing the holidays. But it's not just the holidays, it's throughout the year. But I'm definitely interested in hearing more about this. So I'm going to leave this open. Next, go to buy Iclist. Man moves away from the brand name to from the VR products. This is running over from Ted Litchfield via PC Gamer. And their, uh, let's see, where are you? And their new name is the MetaQuest, as well as Oculus app is being phased off, uh, is going to be phased out over time, and it'll become the MetaQuest app. So, the U.S. Federal Trade Commission is suing to block NVIDIA's acquisition of chip manufacturer ARM. The lawsuit was filed with the FTC alleging that the acquisition would give NVIDIA an unfair competitive advantage. This was written over by Mary D'Alessandri via GamesIndustry.biz. It identified three markets in which the ARM takeover would harm competition. High-level advanced driver assistance systems for passenger cars, DPU-based network interface cards, and ARM-based GPUs for cloud computing service providers. It further said that NVIDIA acquiring ARM would give the company access to competitive, sensitive information of ARM's licenses, some of which are NVIDIA's rivals, and that is likely to decrease the incentive for ARM to pursue innovations that are perceived to conflict with NVIDIA's business interests. The FCC 
uh, FTC's lawsuit follows several other investigations across the world with NVIDIA's acquisition of ARM already being, already being investigated in the UK, the European Union, and China. But we'll see how this fares. Qualcomm is getting serious about gaming. Over the past few years, Qualcomm has expanding has been expanding its chip development to cover laptops and PCs. But today, and at anyone's Snapdragon Summit, Qualcomm announced another new venture, this time in gaming, Snapdragon G3 Generation 1 platform. By combining tech and features from a smartphone and laptop chips, Qualcomm is trying to create a purpose-built chip designed to power portable gaming handhelds. With a focus on creating a chip intended for use in Android devices specifically, Qualcomm's G3X looks to be more focused on the mobile market by supporting existing Android games and game streaming services like Stadia, GeForce Now, and even uh, Xbox Game Network, rather than trying to compete directly against them, against traditional devices like the Switch. But that's all we have. Those are the options we have. So thank you, Sam Rutherford from Gizmodo. So we're done with your tech play, folks. Now we're going to move on to entertainment. And we have a whole bunch of Spider-Man stuff for you folks to start off. So we we got our first look into Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse Part 1. FYI, Part 1. It's been a long couple of months for Spider-Man and the multiverses. Uh, so we have a new tre- uh, teaser footage, which we're not going to get to spoilers, of course. But, uh, what's his name? Uh, Oscar uh, Isaac will be, re- will be retaking? What's that word I'm looking for? Will be re- Will be... Uh, <laughs> We'll, we'll be playing his role of Spider-Man 2099 in the film once again. We'll be returning <laughs> to his role. Uh, but yeah, it'll be directed by Joaquim Dos Santos from The Legend of Korra, Justin K. Thompson, a production designer on the original movie, and Kemp Powers from Soul. Meanwhile, Lord and Miller will also be back to executive produce the second film. That will be released on October 7th of 2022. So uh, now we're going to move on to Spider-Man No Way Home. Re- uh, records the most ticket pre-sale since Avengers Endgame. This is coming over from Aaron Pran from CalvinCook.com. But the guys weren't aware, I'm sure that literally the AMC app alone was overwhelmed. And I found out later on, the reason being was because for AMC Premiere and Stub members, if they pre-purchased the tickets for Spider-Man No Way Home, you get an exclusive NFT, which everybody loves NFTs NFTs now, and, and it's free. comes along with it. If you're able to claim it, kudos to you. But that's the reason for these record numbers as well. That really played a role in it. And we have new character posters for No Way Home as well. So I'll get to in a minute. No, that's not it. Hmm, where are you? There we go. There we go. Electro.
Dark Ark. And Green Goblin. I'm excited for this film. So I'll probably watch it like the, the week after because the film's the theater is gonna be packed. So I'd rather enjoy it. <laughs> Alright. Moving on. Spider-Man 4, 5, and 6 have been confirmed by producer Amy Pascal after No Way Home. It was written over by Jamie Lovett via comicbook.com. Seems like Spider-Man himself has a long future ahead of him in the MCU. There's some speculation that Spider-Man No Way Home will end at the working arrangement between Sony and Pictures and Marvel Studios. But he'll be returning to at least three movies. So, we have a first look at the new Texas Chainsaw Massacre from Netflix. And then it'll return on February 18th exclusively to that platform. So, Kobe Smothers will reprise her role as former S.H.I.E.L.D. operative and Nick Fury's right-hand woman on the upcoming DV Disney Plus Marvel show Secret Invasion, which I'm definitely excited for. Wish they would have made that into a film. film, But it's good nonetheless. So, Deadline broke the news of the casting and knows that Smolders is joining an already stacked roster that includes Samuel L. Jackson as Nick Fury and Ben Ben Dawson as Talos. Plus newcomers like Oscar winning Olivia Coleman, Amelia Clark, Klingsley, Ben Aldir, Chris Christopher McDonald, and Ann Klein Scott. We already know about her role, but yeah, I'm definitely excited for it when it comes out. Sometime in 2022. Thank you, Germaine Loser and Gazumoto for that update. So we have a new trailer for the new Pacemaker TV show. Which we're not going to get into because spoilers. And we also have some new footage for Resident Evil's Netflix series. Which we're not going to get into as well. <laughs> so Disney Plus superhero series Extraordinary reveals new, some new cast members. So it centers uh, the show centers around the young woman who's the only person on, on Earth with no powers. The cast will be headed up by May Red Tires and who is set to star in, in Thor. Uh, director Kenneth Branagh's upcoming film Belfast. She will star in the eight-part series alongside Paul Dark's Sophia Exenham and Dairy Girls So Siobhan. McSweeney. Per the official synopsis, Tiara stars as Jen, a young, painfully self-aware woman who lives in a world where everyone has a superpower except her. But yeah. We have Child's Play, the TV series comes to Peacock this week. So, Bad Girl has started production. And we have a new photo from Instagram. From Adil LRB. Which I'm going to show you guys in a minute. Has begun. Jack Reacher has set a premiere date with its first trailer as well for February 4th, 2022, with all eight episodes available on more than 240 countries and territories worldwide on Amazon Prime. And this last one, actually, no, we have two more, actually. Uh, cancel. Nicholas Cage, Nicholas Cage will play Dracula in Universal's Rainfield movie. A monstrous movie centered, uh, centering not on the infamous, infamous vampire, but rather his notorious lackey. 
which is definitely confusing. But thank you, Variety, for that update. And this last one now is coming over from Netflix. Composer and songwriter Nicholas Brattel discusses reuniting with longtime collaborator and director Adam McKay on the upcoming comedy Don't Look Up from Score to Song. He shares insight into his creative process. His friendship with McKay and editor Hank Coral and, cr- and collaborating with Ariana Grande, Scott Mescuri, and Tara Stinson on the original song Just Look Up and Justin Vernon on Second Nature. Don't Look Up tells the story of two low-level astronomers who might go on a giant media tour to warn mankind of upcoming comment that will destroy planet Earth. And it's been written and directed by Adam McKay. Oh, so it's like a movie, though. Essentially. Yeah, it's, it's a YouTube video. It's like a 99 minute thing. Okay, that's what it is. Guys, are you interested in checking this out? I'll definitely share this with you guys now. All right. So we're done with entertainment. Now we're going to move on to sports. Mm, what are you? Sports, 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 sports. Oh, found it. Okay. The Yankees are done with Curry Collabra uh, after just one season. But if he finds the consistently in health he lacked in pinstripes, they won't have to look f- far to find out. Kluber agreed to a one-year deal worth $8 million plus incentives with the Rays. He uh, was confirmed on Sunday. So this one came, came from the New York Post by Greg Joyce. The Denver Nuggets forward Michael Portell Jr. will undergo a surgical procedure on his lower back and miss an indefinite period. His agent Mark Braustein of Priority Sports told ESPN. Porter is expected to make a full recovery and the timetable for his return will come after surgery. So may he have a safe recovery. And thank you ESPN for that update. And Adrian, what? Naraski? So, the Atlanta United home opener. Coming straight from the press release from the Atlanta United. So, Atlanta United will open its 2022 MLS regular season schedule against Sporting Kansas City on Sunday, February 27th at 3 p.m. Eastern at the Mercedes-Benz Stadium, which will hopefully be there as well. The match will be broadcast nationally and will be the first time Atlanta and Sporting KC Face each other in the season opener. We have your college basketball rankings as well. So, this one's written by CBS Sports by Gary Parrish. So, bear with me because I'm not too... I'm not... I don't have that much of a sports background. But, yeah. Let's get into it. I'll try my best. The line quickly jumped to Purdue, 15 after Iowa star Keegan Murray was ruled out of the Big Ten opener for both because of an ankle injury, making it even more likely than it previously was that the Boilmakers would improve to 8-0 and set themselves up for a historic Monday. So it was a bit surprising when Iowa nearly erased a 19-point deficient later Friday and trailed just 72-770 with a little less than three minutes remaining inside Mackey Arena. Was Purdue rally about to blow this? Turns out, no. Iowa never scored again. Purdue did. And the Boilermakers eventually escaped with a 77-70 victory. As a result, Purdue will now move to number one. The Associated Press Top 25 poll on Monday. For the first time in school history. Purdue is led by a pair of sophomores who have been ma- have taken massive jumps this season and emerged as a legitimate NBA prospects, namely Jaden Avey and Zach Eddy. Both have gone from good to great. Avey is, av- 
Ivy is averaging 15.9 points, 5.8 rebounds, and 3.6 assists in 27.5 minutes per game. Edgy is averaging 15.5 points, 7.1 rebounds, and 1.4 blocks in 18.5 minutes per game. They are arguably the best in and the best inside-outside inside studio in college basketball and clearly capable of leading Purdue in April for what would be the school's first NCAA tournament championship. And now we have your scores for yesterday. Mississippi beat Memphis 67-63. Sitting Hall uh, overcome Nyack 113-67. Uh, Villanova beat St. Joseph's 81 to 52. Wisconsin beat Mar Marquette Marquette 89 to 76. Michigan overcome overcame the San Diego 72 to 58. Arbor or Auburn beat Yale 86 to 64. Tennessee defeated the Colorado. 69-64. Michigan State lost to BYU 74-68. Arkansas defeated Little Rock 93-78. Connecticut beat Grambling Saint 88-59. MI State defeated Toledo 81-68. Baylor defeated AR Pine Bluff 99-54. USC defeated Washington Street 63-61. Alabama defeated Gonzaga, 91-82. Iowa State uh, defeated Creighton, 64-58. Now, we're going to to college football. The final decision now rests in the hand... Hey, where'd it go? In the hand of the college football playoff selection committee. We won't be... Hard to settle on this year's top four. It'll be Alabama, Michigan, Georgia, and Cincinnati, likely in that order. After Saturday's run-up conference championships simplified a playoff chase that seemed destined for chaos as recently as late November. The more difficult choices will come in filing out the slate of the New Year's, of the New Year's six games, which are influenced by where the committee ranked teams inside, outside the top four. And this was written over by Paul Meyerberg via USA Today. And Formula One. Well, actually, it's starting now in Saudi Arabia for the Saudi Arabian Grand Prix. So it's on. It's now lap 14 out of 50. Guys, are you interested? Be sure to check that out. And we're done with your sports play, folks. And now we're going to move on to music. This is coming over from Music Business Worldwide. Uh, okay. BMG revealed that it has acquired the entire recording studio, recording catalog of Motley Crue in a deal our sources suggest it was worth somewhere around 90 million. This is so that's about it. BMG has acquired all the, the entire catalog, the largest single artist deal since its founding in 2008. And now we're gonna move on to the Spotify Wrapped 2021. If you guys haven't already. Uh, done. Uh, done. So be sure, be sure to do that. Tag us if if we're your most watched podcast, and it will definitely uh, amplify. Or will definitely amplify your shares as well on 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 social. So either Instagram, Twitter, just uh, Snapchat, even. So just tag us or even send us a DM, or or even or even on Discord. You know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna create a channel for that too, a temporary channel. Okay, plus spot 
Wrapped 2021. S T O T I F Y. Okay, perfect. So I created a channel. I'm sure to you can post it there as well. Thermo has a is has a new club out now. With Portugal, the man being released via the producer's own Ma 5 strap label available exclusively as an NFT. So, guys, you should be sure to check that out, which I'm definitely gonna do as well. Let me see if there's like a link here that can share that with you guys. Yeah. I know I was looking at it earlier today. Not today, but earlier this week. Okay. I think I found it. It's like a dollar eighty four, yeah. Okay. Lock in. I have an account. This looks like so weird. Okay, I'm gonna show you guys the link, and I guess you guys figured it out. This is like confusing myself. So it's available via min base. Oh wait, I need OBS. On Discord. Okay, moving on. Uh, let's see. The holidays were in full effect. Were in full effect at the Forum in Los Angeles on Friday night for iHeartMedia's annual Jingle Ball concert, which returned in person this year after the 2020 show went viral due to the pandemic. Korean pop sensation BTS kicked off the night with a performance that consisted of two of their most popular songs, "Butter" and the holiday version of "Dynamite." The latter of which shot the boy band to global fame. Ed Sheeran also took the stage. In addition to Doja Cat, Lil Nas X, Sweetie, Bazzi, Tate McRae, The Kid Leroy, Dixie, The Amilo, Anita, and the Black Eyed Peas also participated so the 20 uh, the jungle ball tour began in dallas on tuesday will make its way around the country in the coming weeks so next and final we have the billboard uh, nxt So Billboard and Samsung have joined together to find the next great unsigned talent. And after artists across the country entered in hopes of competing in the top prize, Billboard has chosen a dozen rising stars to participate in its first-of-its-kind singing competition. After Billboard NXT kicked off on TikTok in September, artists created their best minute cover of the new song, Out. Uh, out, out by Joel Corey and Jax Jones featuring Charlie XCX and Saweetie. And posted on TikTok with the hashtag Billboard NXT. 12 multi talented artists selected from the hashtag challenge will now participate, which will now is in the finals. In the final stretch. So after weeks of thrilling performances and must see challenges, the three finalists for the Billboard NXT, a first of its kind. Uh, we have have been chosen. We have Aimer Brandon, Bronze Avery, and Sophie Marks. Have merged as the standards of the competition will move on 
to compete in the grand finale on December 7th. Using their Samsung Galaxy Z Flip 3 5G to capture their moment on the best angle, the trio of talented f- uh, were, let's say, they shine amongst the 12 contestants. All right. Let's see. Do we have any news working? News breaking news? Anything, you know, just in? We'll discuss that as well. We have three days until Hell Infinite's release. No, it's all about Fortnite, which we went to, which we did. Great happy birthday to Walt Disney himself. So the NX the WWNXT War Games is gonna be live today tonight at 8 p.m. Eastern. Why did you do that to me? Let's see something. So the finale for the billboard next is Tuesday, uh, this Tuesday at 8 p.m. And I'm going to share that as well. I can find that share button. Yeah, I guess I'll just share the link. All right, and it looks like that's all we got for you folks. If you guys want to send us free email, here's how you can contact us. We want to know your feedback, your results, and even the questions that you may have for us. Send us free email on our Discord server, leaving on voice over the anchor.fm backslash the impact play, or even by sending us an email to readymail at the Who knows, it may even be featured on a future episode, or even a special readymail segment of the show. So thank you guys so, so, so much for making the Impact Play a part of your day. We should join our community server over on Discord. You have to enter exclamation Discord in chat now. Guys, we're trying to unlock subs over on Twitch and we need our help. We're trying to overcome the last challenge, which is just the views. So share the channel, join us when we do live, join us when we do our live playthroughs, hit the notification bell, and just lurk if you must. Literally every little bit helps, helps us overcome this challenge. We literally, we've been overcoming and surpassing our goals consistently. This is the only one that we have left. So leave us a review. We're just earning a favorite platform. This will help us rank up those charts. We'll help share the show across the globe, which are, we are, you know, we've reaching now even 30 countries now. So nationwide. So thank you guys so, so, so much for your continued support. Thank you for joining us, being a part of our ever-growing community. And Literally, where where we, we treat each other like family. Thank you guys so 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 much for all all of you um, gold recruits and above over on Patreon. Also, you on the post show exclusively. If you guys are interested, be sure to join, learn more, become a Patreon supporter at patreon.com/backslash the Impact Play. For everyone else, have a great one. Until next time. <laughs>